Hi, Alex. Hi there, Steve. So, what uh, what do we want to talk about today here? It's uh, it's still August. It's still uh, summer. I gather they've got a tremendous heat wave in Central Europe. Oh, do they now? So it's, yeah. I guess it's moved over from Eastern uh, North America then. I don't know. Like Some I'm now, time. as you know, I've started into Czech, so I I read the Czech newspaper. I wasn't right. even aware of it, but in in uh, Prague, the temperature is like over 35 degrees. Oh, really? And they had an article that in in Italy, there's uh, the deg- it's over 40 degrees. Oh, wow! And it's some kind of a heat wave that's coming across from North Africa. Oh, wow! Interesting. But I noticed the temperature in Northern Europe, like in Sweden, was quite cool. It looked like it was like 10 degrees or something up mm-hmm. there. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, one thing that's of interest, you mentioned to me that um, your sister got married. Yes, she and, did. And uh, the in-laws uh, are French-speaking, so you've had to do something to brush up your French. Tell us about that. Uh, I would say that they speak English to a degree, but it's mm-hmm. very limited still. Right. Um, so it's not out of necessity per se, but it's really out of interest and in wanting mm-hmm. to connect with them better, mm-hmm. spending time with them, talking to them, where... Uh, I learned French in high school for mm-hmm. four years, right. and it's been four years since then, and mm-hmm. basically haven't used it at all. Maybe once every six months mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, right. really not enough to to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, now that I'm presented with this situation, I have, again, the motivation and right. the desire to start learning again. And what I've found is that words that I had learned really long ago that I assumed I had forgotten mm-hmm. start kind of coming back to me and I remember right. them and I hear things that I haven't heard in you know half a decade but I'm like oh I know what that means mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. really surprising myself because I didn't expect this to be the case well I think first of all the fact that you had only four years of French because there are people in certainly in eastern Canada who have 10 years of French and still can't speak after <laughs> leaving school so but uh yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it just points out again how strong a factor motivation is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I would say one thing, too, that's that's interesting is um, I had heard people say that, you know, forgetting languages, yeah, it happens, you forget it, but when you go back to it, you pick it up quickly. But I hadn't really had a, a, a hands-on experience with that. So I kind of knew in my head that that was true, but I didn't have the, the experience to back it up. But And so in that, one of the things with Korean, I've been studying Korean now for four years, I've been kind of scared to put Korean down because even though I know that, yeah, you can relearn languages or pick it up again quickly, in the back of my mind, I was still a bit scared of if I stop studying Korean, it's going to degrade very quickly and I'm not going to be able to say anything and so on and so forth. And now that I get back into French, I'm thinking, that's not true at all. Well, you know, I, I, it may sound like magic, but I think that the degree to which we are emotionally connected to the language, in other words, we like it, we're motivated to learn it, uh, we associate it with positive, uh, you know, experiences, all of these things have a tremendous impact because basically all of the exposure, I believe all of the exposure we've had to the language is somewhere in our brain. It's there. It's, it hasn't gone. We just can't retrieve it. And the more positive, the more confident, the more we want to, all of these things help us retrieve it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go away. I'm, I'm convinced of that. The other thing that I can tell you, if you're worried about uh, forgetting your Korean, every time I have left a language alone for however long a period of time, when I come back to it, within a short period of time, I'm better than I was mm. before. 
I'm mm-hmm. better. That's it. Just sounds ridiculous. Sounds unbelievable, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I noticed recently that my Russian has improved. I mean, a number of my tutors commented on it. Like, oh, really? Wow, has your Russian ever improved? And there's only two possible reasons. Mm-hmm. One is the sort of delayed effect of my having spent two weeks in Russia, mm-hmm. which I believe is there because I don't believe that when we go there and we're surrounded by the language that we instantly improve. Mm-hmm. We do instantly improve to some extent, but there is also an ongoing sort of, I call it the baking in the oven <laughs> gestation period that continues after. So that's one thing. But the other thing is that I've now spent a month on Czech, not very much, because I've had my hockey tournament and I had uh, my still doing my Russian, you know, an hour a day at most on mm-hmm. Czech, and not every, not even every day. But I have started focusing on another language. Mm-hmm. The consequence is that my Russian is better, mm. and it's a bit like if you're lifting uh, weights that are fairly heavy for you, yeah, and now you go to lifting weights that are even heavier. Mm-hmm. When you go back to the first set of weights mm-hmm. that seemed tough for you, all of a sudden they seem light. Yeah. And I'm, bel- I'm convinced I have no scientific background or support <laughs> for this, but I, I believe that that is the case. There's no question. Mm-hmm. If I go to another language, which it's now more difficult because it's new and I'm struggling, blah, 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 I go back to that first language and I'm better. Mm-hmm. Not immediately. There's a little rustiness. There's I've forgotten some words, but within a very short period of time, yeah. I'm much better. Yeah, so. and I, I can say that I found um, my sister got married. Today is what Wednesday. My sister got married less than a week ago, five days ago. Yeah. But I first met um, my brother-in-law's family like eight, nine days ago. Eight days ago, we'll call it. And eight days ago, when I first met them, I said a couple words in French, and I was like, "Man, my French is terrible. Like, I really need to to practice and and get it back and and uh, start studying and so on and so forth." And within the period of a week, I found that surprisingly, like, I myself am really shocked at it, that I'm communicating with them in French and expressing ideas and saying things that I would have never expected myself to be able to say within a week. And probably all the time you were studying it in school, Mm -hmm. you had no great motivation to speak. (laughs) So you're probably using it now in a more meaningful way. Yeah. And because it's meaningful to you, you are forcing yourself to find those words mm-hmm. and find those neural connections that, that are there from what you did in school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. No, I, uh, people, some people complain, uh, how do you maintain languages? Or I, uh, People say they forget their languages. I mean, I think you'd have to leave them for a long, long time, like 50 years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 50 years. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But, uh, nah, a few years? No. I, I know, for example, I studied Chinese in Hong Kong and then, we lived in Japan for nine years. I hardly spoke Chinese for nine years. Hardly mm-hmm. spoke it. Mm-hmm. Uh, went for a trip to China. Very quickly, my Chinese was better than it ever was. Mm. Sounds strange. Yeah. And I've mentioned this on my blog on a couple of occasions. And on every occasion, people have come back and said, yeah, I thought I was <laughs> the only one. That's true. Yeah. So it is, I mean, it may not be true for everyone, but mm-hmm. it's true for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. True for a lot of people. So I would not worry. If you, if you set your Korean aside and worked on... Chinese or French or whatever for six months, mm-hmm. you would go back to Korean and you'd do better. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thing, too, to take it from another perspective is if you've been studying a language for a long time and you're feeling what we talked about before, the doldrums mm-hmm. or whatever, yep. it's good to take a break because that may, in fact, 
you know, give you some time to process all that and refresh yourself with some other stuff, and you go back to it with the new outlook. And absolutely, I mean, I read a book on on the brain, and it suggested that in terms of learning, we need two things: we need repetition, and we need novelty. Mm-hmm. The brain likes novelty. The mm-hmm. brain likes new stuff. Yeah. But the brain also likes a certain amount of repetition, so that the you know those neurons. You know, what's it? Neurons that fire together. <laughs> I don't know what the story is, but then you need to create that repetition. You need to groove right. the path between the neurons, but you also need novelty. So, I feel even in, within the same language, I like to alternate. Like with my check right now, I alternate doing some very difficult stuff. This is an audio book mm-hmm. where I'm literally looking up every word, and then easy stuff such as you know uh, members of our community, Yardo mm-hmm. and, and and others have created for me. Mm-hmm. So I alternate between the easy and the more difficult, and I think that's good for the brain. Yeah. And so the ultimate alt, you know, altern, alternative, let's say, to this, the language you're focused on is, is a different language. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure that uh, that, that, would, uh, that would work. But motivation is so key. It reminds me of uh, someone mentioned on our forum about how in Hungary the education authorities had decided that... Uh, because um, Hungary has such a low level of, of bilingualism, mm-hmm. their solution is to not teach English at school as the first foreign language because it's too easy, and rather to introduce uh, another language, say a Romance language, which according to these educational authorities has more grammar or more structure and therefore is more difficult, and then it would be easy for them to learn English. I, I just can't believe how people can... Can, can, beneath <laughs> it is a certain elitism, a certain snobbishness, you know, and mm-hmm. we are Hungarians are going to be more clever than anyone else. The fact of the matter is, most people are motivated to learn English mm-hmm. because it means jobs, it means a chance to go and study abroad, it means, you know, if you learn uh, uh, English, you can go to, to uh, you know, Finland, you can go to Portugal, you can mm-hmm. go uh, to China. Japan, and you can communicate. So people want to learn English. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you let people study the language they want to learn? Because yeah. if they're motivated, they're going to learn. And how many people are going to... I mean, those that want to learn a, another foreign language, once they've got one, you know, they're, they've convinced themselves that they can learn one foreign yeah. language, they'll go after the second one. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that they would... Uh, basically introduce coercion <laughs> as a, because we know it doesn't work yeah. you know here in Canada most people don't learn French at school although there there's a great big guilt trip you must learn French it's the national language official language <laughs> uh, I, we have this ridiculous commissioner for foreign language for uh, official languages who wants to insist that you can't get to university if you can't speak French <laughs> What for? Mm-hmm. You know, if a guy wants to be a doctor in northern BC, well, he doesn't want French. Maybe he likes to, maybe he's interested in Chinese or Spanish. Yeah. You're going to throw a big guilt trip on him and you think that's going to make him learn? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, the, uh, all good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, you're, you're, uh, yeah. No, uh, and, and obviously, if you have a chance to use it during the day, the day that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have that opportunity in my check. So, but I've discovered, uh, you know, first of all, a, a tremendous amount of content that's been created by our members at Link. And then there's uh, Radio Prague, mm-hmm. where they've got archives of stuff, audio and text. So I've just been importing that into Link. Right. And then I got this audio book, The Good Soldier Schweik. Oh, really? And yeah. that just keeps me. Now, there's that book is like, <laughs> you know, five inches thick. And I, <laughs> between the audio and importing the text into Link, I'm, I'm set for six months. Yeah. So At least. Yeah. And along the way, if I find some... Uh, uh, you know, uh, victims, 
check speakers <laughs> wandering around town here i'll attack them yeah and that's one thing too where where i know that um you know this glory period of of them being here being right. able to spend so many hours in a day with them right it's not gonna last forever right but it does serve as a very good motivation to kind of get me back into it right and to get me interested then in in looking up different things and reading more and listening more and and, yep. you know, when I get a chance to go to France or when they get a chance to come back here mm-hmm. and we meet up again or even when we connect on Skype or on Facebook, right. that there's always going to be that constant motivation right. to be able to connect with, you know, my new family-in-law. And How, How's your sister's French, by the way? Uh, hers is okay. Um, so how does she communicate with her husband? Well, he speaks English. Oh, so, I see. So he's been in Canada for several years now. So right. he still has, obviously, a French um, accent when he speaks right. in English, right? But his English is quite good, so right. he's. And um, where does his family uh, live? Um, well, he. Some of them l- still live in Cameroon, right? Um, but a lot of them live in France oh, as well, okay. and okay. then some of them also live in Montreal. Okay, and so he's kind of the frontiersman out here in BC, but, right? Um, but they're kind of all over the place. What so. does he do? Uh, he goes to a school right now, right? Um, but he's also a coach for volleyball. Oh, so that's, good. So he, interestingly enough, right? Um, his his where does older he coach? Brother, if I'm asking, um, at Columbia Bible College, okay, in Abbotsford, right? Um, but he was on the national team for Cameroon, right? Which won the gold, and his brother, his older brother, was also on the national team for Cameroon. Cameroon won the gold medal for for volleyball, but this in, was a few in, years ago. Oh, in a few yeah, years. Yeah. In what? In the World Championships? Or uh, something. something like that. Yeah. 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 So and his so brother did the same and? thing. Well, he's not. His brother is is quite big, probably right. uh, about six two and right, maybe one hundred and five kilograms or something right. like that. Yeah. Two hundred thirty, two hundred forty pounds. Big right. big guy. Yeah. But um, my sister's um, husband now. He's maybe five nine, five ten. So he's the he's, he's the setup guy. He's very good shape. Yeah, yeah and he yeah, can yeah. jump like no other. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. so it's it's cool. I mean, it's good to uh, have a good relationship with him, but then right. to see his family then and right. see him with his family and connect with them through that. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a no, very in my face. Well, sure. For sure. And now, uh, and of course, living in Canada, I mean, we do have radio and television in French. Yeah. And there's lots of movies in French. And of course, nowadays on the internet, I mean, you can, it doesn't matter where you are, yeah. you can find stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. In that sense, uh, even in Czech, I haven't really scratched, done more than scratch the surface. <laughs> I bet you there's more stuff out there. Movies, you know. Yeah. But I, I want to wait until I understand them a little better. And then right, I'm going right. to watch Czech movies. Right. And all of that good stuff. Bit by bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think the fact is that we don't forget languages. Uh, the key thing is that uh, that we remain motivated. And mm-hmm. I believe that our determination and our, 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 however, you know, positively we feel about the language, all of these things have a tremendous influence mm-hmm. on our ability to remember and our, our ability to speak and, and our success in language learning. Right. And a little bit of uh, changing up a few languages, I don't think it does any harm. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe in six months you'll have forgotten all your career. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.